foundations of amateur radio. Identifying the problem is the first step in fixing it, and with that, I want to talk about emergencies. One of the very first things I was told about our amateur radio community was that we're here for when emergencies happen. Our purpose is to communicate, so in a crisis we can assist by supplying communication to the situation. I've talked about some of this before. Preparedness in the way of on-air training by contesting, in getting gear ready and even exercises for when this occurs. There are amateur clubs dedicated to putting up repeaters for just such an eventuality. Recently, there was a local news item about radio amateurs banding together, sending gear to fellow amateurs who were hit by severe flooding that wiped out their shack, and with it their ability to communicate. Another event was a friend who lost a big chunk of his shack when his basement flooded. Across Australia and in other parts of the world in recent times, we've been witness to the most devastating fires that destroyed entire towns and communities, taking with it infrastructure, communications, not to mention stock, local flora and fauna and entire wildlife ecosystems, bringing some to extinction levels. The destruction doesn't end there. War and famine, drought, cyclones, hurricanes or typhoons, snowstorms, heatwaves and the like. All those situations can to greater or lesser degree benefit from amateur radio communications, either for amateurs affected or for the community at large. I started considering what would actually be required to be useful in such a situation. Could you be prepared for anything or are you required to pick and choose? What does being prepared actually look like and what steps can you take once it's happening? I asked myself if sending radio gear to amateurs who are affected by floods is the most effective way to actually help, or would it be better to pass the hat around and send the proceeds to their bank account? Should you as an amateur drive into an emergency area and start communicating, or are there better ways to help? There are local amateur radio emergency service groups under various names in different countries, some of which are highly effective, others much less so. One attempt I made was to join the local volunteer state emergency services. For several reasons that didn't work out for me, but it remains a viable option for some. Joining those types of groups gives you a framework, but does it actually answer the underlying question, that of effectiveness? I have a drawer full of emergency service training manuals, each more dense than the next, but very little of it relates to amateur radio. Many pages are dedicated to search and rescue, staying alert, first aid, keeping alive, hand signals, logbooks, mapping and the like. I'm left wondering why we as a community with a proud century of activity having one of the main principles as emergency communication appear to have such a poor track record of actually considering what dealing with an emergency looks like and what your own individual place could be in that situation. We document our radios, antennas, power supplies, contact, circuit board designs, contesting procedures and all the rest of it, but we don't seem to do the same for emergencies. Why is that? In my opinion, it's time to document emergency amateur radio, and if you have already started, get in touch. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima, Alpha Bravo.